This podcast is for information only and should not be considered legal advice. There is no representation that the legal services to be performed by MOCA are better than the services of other attorneys. There is no guarantee of the outcome. Success is rendered on a case-by-case basis. Welcome back, everybody. This is Tim Markley from K. Altman Law, and you are listening to the Legally Blind Justice Podcast. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into the evolving landscape of Title IX regulations. We'll be taking a detailed examination of the proposed changes and what they're doing to reshape the way educational institutions handle sex-based harassment. In a sweeping effort to reshape the regulations, the Biden administration has been on a year-long quest to make changes to the current rules that came into place under the Trump administration. The proposed date was supposed to be November for the release, but it's been pushed back to the spring of 2024. These changes are already causing a stir, with thousands of comments pouring in during the rules-making process. So it's crucial to understand the landscape that's still evolving and that the final rules will be a little bit different probably than what we talk about today. One significant change is the expansion of complaint eligibility. Unlike the current norm, the proposed amendments broaden the scope, allowing non-complainants, including students, employees, and third-party folks to file complaints. Right now, it's limited to the Title IX coordinator and the student who was harassed to make those complaints. This shift is a more inclusive reporting structure, but is almost guaranteed to mean that more students will be accused of Title IX violations. To go along with this, we're also seeing an expanded role for Title IX coordinators. Now, Title IX coordinators will be more proactive under the proposed rules. Instead of merely responding to a formal complaint, they are now mandated to monitor the institution for barriers to reporting and to take prompt action to fix this. This emphasis is a shift towards preventing sex discrimination and fostering a safer educational environment. And while that's an an important component of what they're going to be doing, again, it's hard to see how this won't result in more Title IX complaints. Another significant change is who is a mandatory reporter. The proposed changes mandates that all individuals except confidential employees must report incidents of sex discrimination. This will apply to K-12 Title IX staff and post-secondary employees with corrective authority. It's also going to most likely apply to folks who interact with the university but may not be employed directly by them. Another significant change, the scope of Title IX. We're going to extend the jurisdiction of Title IX to include sex-based harassment occurring outside of traditional educational programs and even beyond the border of the United States. So currently, if you're accused of sexual harassment and it didn't happen at school, it's not a Title IX violation and is often adjudicated using school rules. Most likely under these new changes, this is all gonna come under the Title IX umbrella. Also, if you're overseas, the rules don't apply because they've never had jurisdiction. What they're saying now under the new Title IX rules is they're going to extend that jurisdiction to students who are in who are overseas. That's going to probably bring some legal challenges, but it'll be 
interesting to see what the actual final rules say around that. Interim suspensions are a part of the current rules, but under the new proposed rules, the schools are going to have much more flexibility to impose interim suspensions, and they can impose much more burdensome measures on respondents or those accused during the grievance process. Right now, they can do an interim suspension, but they've got to provide supportive measures for you because you have not been found responsible. This is going to change significantly under the new rules and make it much harder for students who are accused of a Title IX violation to be able to continue their education during the Title IX process. One change that has a lot of folks worried is that we're going to do away with live hearings and we're going to return to what was called the single adjudicator model. This is one of the most contentious changes that's under consideration. This change would allow the Title IX coordinator or an investigator to act as the decision maker, which raises serious concerns about due process and the ability of the accused student to present their case effectively. Under current rules, the investigator investigates the matter and then turns the facts over to a hearing panel. And they are not involved in the decision-making process. Well, under these new rules, that may be eliminated. And along with this, maybe the elimination, of course, of cross-examination. One of the biggest changes under tr the Trump rules was the live hearing with the ability to cross-examine witnesses. Under the new proposed rules, if we go to the single adjudicator model, then those live hearings may go away. And that the Title IX coordinator will just simply look at what the investigator presents, or the investigator may just simply investigate and then come to their own conclusions. This is a significant limitation of due process rights for those who are falsely accused. There also most likely will be changes to the informal resolution process that'll make it much more difficult to use this method to resolve minor Title IX violations. And they're gonna impose much many more restrictions on this, they're likely to impose restrictions on who can grant this discretion or grant the use of an informal resolution. Under current rules, if you're charged with a violation, you have to know what the violation is, when it occurred, what evidence they have, and who's the person accusing of you. The proposed changes are, are likely to restrict the amount of information that someone accused of Title IX will get as part of their process. This will make it much more difficult to defend themselves and to be able to answer those questions. It may also, under the new rules, change the burden of proof. Currently, schools can use two standards, preponderance of evidence or clear and convincing. Under the proposed rules, you can only use clear and convincing if that's your standard for all your other school rules. That will be a significant change for a lot of schools because that burden of proof standard is much lower. We often say the burden of proof standard is basically 50% plus one, or as some folks have said, it's the, <clears throat> if both sides are even, it's like dropping a feather on one side to tilt that balance. It's a very, very low bar for students. One concern that we have at Chaotman Law looking at this is the 
the new proposed rules may also limit your access to the evidence. Right now, if you're accused of a violation, there's an investigative report that also includes attachments of all of the evidence that will potentially be used to make a determination. Under the new proposed rules, you may now only get summaries of that evidence as provided by the investigator. This is a much more limiting standard and will make it much harder to challenge the validity of that evidence that's being used against you. One change to the Trump rule that came about because of a court ruling was that when witnesses or complainants or respondents refuse to answer questions, whoever the decision maker is, whether it be a single adjudicator or a hearing panel, could not make decisions based on the fact that they wouldn't answer questions. They couldn't rely, they couldn't guess what they were thinking. That standard will most likely be codified into the new rules. So that's just a few of the changes that we anticipate coming up under Title under the new Title IX rules. But we still got some time to go. There were a lot of comments presented by folks on both sides of the issue. So I don't think this is the last time we're going to be talking about Title IX and the rules. But as we navigate this, this unfolding landscape, you as a student need to stay informed and adapt to these evolving changes in Title IX. The team at K. Altman Law is equipped with educational experts who will continue to monitor the rules-making process. And if you're accused of violating Title IX, whether under the current rules or the new rules, once they be put into, into place, you need expert advice. So reach out to someone like K. Altman Law for that advice. The school or the university has complex rules, policies, and procedures to govern the processes. They've got a legal staff to advise them, and you should as well. You'll need experience help to navigate these new rules of Title IX once they're put into place. So trust a firm such as K. Altman Law to guide you through that legal minefield and get the results that you want. So thank you for listening to the Legally Blind Justice podcast. If you have a legal question, give us a call at 1-888-984-1341 or check us out on the web at kaltmanlaw.com. Thank you.